Flory Badunga will not be staying in state next season as the Hoosiers do not make his final four. What next for Indiana? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Hoosiers, the only daily IU podcast. We're part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Appreciate you making us your first listen wherever you're tuning in from, whether on uh, a podcast platform or over on YouTube. Be sure to throw us a subscription if you guys are checking us out there. Big news since our last episode is that Flory Badunga will not be coming to Indiana next season. It's another recruiting episode we're going to do today. Might make this a normal thing, Recruiting Wednesday, uh, as we stay up to date on the latest for IU basketball recruits. And Badunga announcing that he's not coming to Indiana, noteworthy, but everydayers will know that this isn't a surprise. Those that tuned in, even just last week, will know that the Hoosiers were falling out of the race in this one and that this wasn't necessarily shocking that he was not, he does not have Indiana in his final four. His final four, Auburn, Kansas, Duke, and Michigan. He won't be staying in Indiana. He won't. I mean, Michigan's the only close one of those, even, I guess, in the Midwest, unless you, I don't think you consider Kansas Midwest. Uh, so he's not, he, he's going for the big dogs. And as we had said, IU had fallen off the pace. Badunga, the number four prospect, according to 247 Sports out of Kokomo. IU hadn't necessarily moved on from Badunga. But they weren't prioritizing him. They'd gotten the sense that he wasn't someone, he wasn't really considering them, so they weren't going too hard after him. And that's where it gets us to when he announces his Final Four and the Hoosiers are not in it. He did it on uh, Tuesday, or actually Monday, I believe. Regardless, whenever he did it, it was on Tuesday morning. Hoosiers not being in it, not a shock. For those, again, the everydayers that tuned in, you'll know that Indiana had kind of turned its attention to a different center in this class. Once they got the sense that Badunga wasn't someone that was prioritizing them, their attention has shifted to Derek Queen, the number 10 prospect in 247 Sports ranking center, 6'9", 220 pounds, according to uh, 247. He played this weekend in Vegas at the inaugural Sport Radar Showdown. His team won the title. AAU team won the title. Team Thrill, I believe. And boy, he showed out. 27 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists uh, in the victory for his side. A lot of people were there, including Mike Woodson. Mike Woodson was at Summer League, uh... I believe maybe Friday he was on the court at halftime at some point giving an award. I, I I saw a clip of him on the court at one point. He was in Vegas watching Jalen, watching Trace. Trace finally made his debut in summer league, looked good, and then headed on over to watch Derek Queen, the future potential future Hoosier. Indiana and Maryland are battling out for him. That's going to be an interesting race. 
But again, we we talked about this last week. There were there's three big centers that Indiana had been linked to in this class: Badunga, Queen, and Gongba. I believe is how you pronounce his name. Patrick Gongba, number twenty seven recruit, someone Indiana is still involved with. But with Queen, it's coming down to Maryland and Indiana right now. It seems like looks like Indiana is going to get a official senior visit from Derek Queen at some point. He hasn't announced, I don't believe, any visits so far, but Indiana is very much involved there. And so while maybe on the surface or for those that have kind of been only kind of partially paying attention, missing out on Madunga is notable because it's the top Indiana recruit. And whenever they don't come to Indiana, there is some type of reaction to that. But ultimately, again, as we've said, this doesn't, this wasn't unexpected. It wasn't like Indiana was caught off guard on this one. They saw it coming. They knew what was happening. They had already planned otherwise. And every day is again, you will have been aware of that. We've talked about that. And Derek Queen is someone Indiana has been very involved in. And it makes sense, I mean, to the point that they had shifted focus, you don't bring in two centers. And Badunga and Queen could not play together necessarily. So Indiana had been prioritizing Queen, and hopefully that pays off. We'll see the degree to which it does, but they're far more heavily involved in him than they were Badunga. There's a lot of guys that they're heavily involved with right around that same area. Two other recruits rated higher than Queen that Indiana is in a really good spot with. Liam McNeely and Boogie Fland. We'll talk about both of those guys here in just a moment. First, I want to talk to you guys about LinkedIn. Longtime sponsor that is back to uh, provide you guys all the latest in your search for a new hire. LinkedIn they know that it's high stakes whenever you are looking to hire someone, especially if you're a small business. So that is why you have to be a hundred percent certain that you have find the best qualified candidates. And that's what LinkedIn is here to do. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You just uh, create your job posting post, uh, or you put a purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile so people know that you are looking. And then you have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy for you to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. To post your job for free, terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Uh, every dayers on Friday. We were supposed to do a women's basketball show today talking about the what-ifs that we had been doing. You guys seem to have enjoyed the last couple of those that we have done. We are going to do it for women's basketball today, but there was too much recruiting news, some odds and ends stuff as well. We're going to catch up on at the end that I wanted to talk about today. So be sure to tune in Friday. We will do that show. Let's talk good news. We talked some bad news with Badunga and whatnot. Even if it was expected, it's never fun to not be in the top four of the top in-state recruit, especially when Indiana at one point was really going after him. There are other guys are going after as well, and they're in much better positions for them. Let's start Liam McNeely, a name that I'm sure a lot of you are very familiar with. Montverde Academy. He will be taking an official visit to Indiana. This is the first official visit he's lined up as well. He'll be in Indiana September 8th through the 10th. So it'll be a little while. It'll be during football season. I did not look to see who Indiana is playing. Please be an opponent that the Hoosiers aren't going to get embarrassed by. Not that that has ever really stopped Indiana from uh, getting recruits. Indiana State, heck, we might really impress him in that game. He'll be on campus for that. He previously made a junior year visit. This will be his senior year visit. The number seven prospect in 247 sports composite rankings, small forward 6'7". Those that aren't aware of him, you should get familiar with him because Indiana is in a really good spot with him. A five-star recruit, kind of a do-it-all type of forward. His shooting ability is what really jumps off the page, but he can do a lot of things. And we said this time and time again, that's what Indiana is looking for. And the, the wings that they're recruiting are guys that can do a number of things and especially shoot. Shoot is <laughs> IU needs shooting. They still need shooting. And they kind of addressed it, but they absolutely still need shooting. So Liam McNeely checks off so many boxes for Indiana, and it makes sense why they've really prioritized him. Texas is still going to be involved for him, even though he plays at Montverde. Uh, he is from Texas, so hometown school, they're going to be involved. Kansas might be as well, but again, the, the sense continues to be that the Hoosiers at the very least are one of the teams in front, if not the team in front. So it's really good news for Indiana on that front. Similarly, Boogie Fland, someone we've talked more and more about throughout the summer the spring into the summer he announced his top eight recently uh, i believe back on uh tuesday as well and the hoosiers did make the cut on that one again that one is not unexpected i i'll keep belaboring this point but we talked last week about all three of these guys and none of the updates on them should be surprising we knew indiana wasn't really involved on badunga We knew they were really involved on Liam McNeely, which is them getting an official visit is not a surprise. And we knew Boogie Fland is someone they've grown more and more involved with as the spring has went along. He, he announces his top eight. 
which is Indiana, Kentucky, Alabama, Michigan, UNC, Maryland, UConn, and St. John's are his top eight schools. He's the number eight recruit in the 247 composite rankings. Composite being they take all uh, a whole bunch of the public rankings out there, and it's kind of the average of all of those. So this isn't simply one scouts or a couple scouts takes. This is the general, I don't want to say consensus, but there's a, there's a lot of rankings involved in this one. So I say that because McNeely at number seven, Fland at number eight, Queen at number 10. That is three top 10 recruits Indiana is heavily involved with and is going to be in good positions with at the very least. Seems like there's a good shot. Derek Queen takes a visit to Indiana. That hasn't been announced yet, but it's trending that way. We McNeely is taking his. Fland is a little further away, it seems, in that regard, having a top eight. But nonetheless, Indiana's in a good spot with him. Fland is a, a combo guard, a point guard, really uh, super quick, table setter of sorts who can get to his shot as well. It, he makes sense with Indiana losing Xavier Johnson after this season. No matter what happens, he's he'll be out of years of eligibility, so Indiana will be without a starting point guard, so that is why they're going after someone like Fland. All these guys make sense. It, we didn't mention it with Queen, but in an ideal world, Kalel Ware is one and done in Bloomington. And you replace him with Derek Queen. You replace Xavier with Boogie Fland. You replace Mbako with Liam McNeely. And you dance the night away that you landed three top ten recruits. It's I, as nice as it would be, let's, let's set the expectations a little lower. I don't think Indiana's landing three top ten recruits. But we can dream for right now. But the, you see where these guys fit in to the the rotation and then their play style as well. Why Indiana is targeting them. There's one more name I want to talk about, someone we have not really mentioned, I don't know, at any point in rec talking, recruiting, a new name that had quite the things to say positively about Indiana, plus some transfer news, some Jalen hood Shafino news as well. We'll do all that here in just a moment. So let's talk one last prospect. All these guys in the 2024 class the last of those being Rakis Passmore, a tremendous name for someone if they are a point guard. Uh, he is a small forward, though. Uh, hopefully he's an on-ball, a point forward that does indeed pass more. The jokes are going to absolutely write themselves. He's a number 45 recruit in a 2024 class, small forward, listed at 6'5", 180 pounds. Number of schools he is uh, focused on right now. He hasn't dwindled a list down, anything like that. But he is someone, he spoke to StockRisers.com recently. Uh, he was asked which schools are heaviest involved. He said LSU, Indiana, Wake Forest, Creighton, Miami, Arkansas. He was asked about a couple of those schools. Uh, Indiana, what's your relationship like with them and Coach Woodson? Quote, uh, I think they have a great program, and they were my first visit. 
I really love the experience out there, and it's a great program. Coach Woodson is my guy. Boy, what a ringing endorsement that you call um, you call him your guy. He hasn't set up any kind of senior visits. He was asked about visits. I mean, obviously, he just said he went to he's been to Indiana. He was asked about planning visits. I plan on taking LSU, Mississippi State, and Florida State. Uh, he hadn't set the dates yet, and to that point, he hasn't really set any kind of timeline on when he's going to commit. He said, uh, when it's close to that time, I'll announce it. And then he was asked to break down his game. However much you want to put into stocks of these prospects self kind of evaluating their game. Quote, getting to the rim, running in transition, knocking down catch and shoot shots. I mean, that's, that, that's what IU uh, wants. I mean, the, the athleticism, the shooting in theory is what Indiana wants. So it makes sense that they would target him. But I mean, he's a top 50 recruit, small forward. We have mentioned him, I believe, when talking previously about Indiana offering guys. Uh, but we will, um, it seems like a name that we're going to continue to mention as things move along in the recruiting process uh a transfer note softball transfer note taryn kern who transferred away from indiana or entered the transfer portal i should say right after the season someone we talked about she committed to stanford that is her hometown well not hometown but she's from california that is much 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 closer to home for her than indiana was uh kudos to her i mean there's no hard feelings uh she is from san jose so it makes a ton of sense for her to go back to stanford i believe i'd read before that there's some teammates at stanford that she played travel ball with i think a lot of people thought stanford was going to be the move so no hard feelings i'll be rooting for her. stanford made the the national championship series against Oklahoma. She's going to step in and play a big role. So uh, I'll root for her. that's, this is just kind of going to be the nature of college athletics. We've had discussions on this with the transfer portal, with NIL, with things of that nature. So this is, it stinks because in previous years you find someone like Taryn Kern all-American as a freshman, and you're reaping the benefits for a number of years, but the athlete isn't. And ultimately, the athlete should be paid what they're worth. And a program like Stanford is probably handing out a lot more NIL money to softball players than Indiana. So kudos to her. Hope she secured the bag and happy to see her back home. Jalen Hood-Shafino announced on Monday that he signed with Adidas. That's not a shock. Um, with IU being an Adidas school, I mean, this is kind of what these shoe companies' dreams are: is that they funnel you from AAU. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know what his AAU team was and what shoe company they're sponsored by and things like that. But 
the idea is to funnel them through AAU to a school that wears their gear. And then once they go pro, uh, they are, they sign with you because that's the only thing that they know. So, uh, kudos to him. I mean, excited to see him, uh, continue to flourish and prosper on and off the court. Him and Grady Dick were announced together as Adidas guys. Uh, Kansas, I'm pretty sure, is an Adidas school as well. So, again, not shocking. This is what these shoe companies are trying to do. I mentioned Trace Jackson Davis had his debut. He finally got on the court last Thursday. Played 20 minutes, 14 points, 6 of 9 shooting. Seven rebounds, looked really good, looked really comfortable, and then played again on Saturday, uh, 18 points, 8 of 12 shooting, 10 rebounds. He had three blocks in the two games, so he looked comfortable for someone that didn't play a whole lot. He now gets a pretty extended break to rest up, I'm sure, a little bit. He's been playing nonstop since the season started between playing games draft workouts, summer league. So rest up a bit, get ready for an NBA season that I think he's going to have a a big role with the Warriors in. So I was excited to see him back on the court and healthy. Jalen hood Shafino didn't play the last, I believe two games for the Lakers, but that had, I mean, he was quote unquote injured, but he had shown enough. He'd done enough. He's, he struggled a bit and I don't think those were unexpected struggles, especially, I mean, rookies generally struggle, especially guards, uh, point guards. So, um, he struggled a bit, but ultimately he showed enough that I think, I mean, I know Lakers fans are excited for what's to come for him. I, I, being in the middle of them, I know that they're excited for, for Jalen, His best game, he had 20 points in the second summer league game on 8 of 17 shooting. He didn't really have a good shooting night. He did against the Hornets. He was 5 of 10, had 15 points. He only shot 34% from the field, 21% from three. He has a little bit of work to do in that regard, but there's a lot to be excited about for both those guys. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Hope you guys... Enjoyed getting caught up on everything. Like I said, we might make Recruiting Wednesday a thing. Just save all the recruiting talk for Wednesdays, especially with visits and lists and things like that coming out. I'll try to compile that, and we'll do that each Wednesday, assuming we have enough. So big thanks to you guys for tuning in, making us your first listen. On Friday, everydayers, check back in. We'll talk women's basketball and Uh, the what if, what if they go back to back with big 10 titles this year? What's it going to take? We'll do that to cap off this week. Follow us on Twitter. If you haven't already at L O underscore Hoosiers, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. All that stuff helps us out a ton. You guys know that I appreciate it greatly. Most importantly though, I hope everybody has an awesome Wednesday. And as always, Elio.